I'm Hannah Croft. And I'm Ava Truckee, and this is Feed Me Your Stories. A show about food, pleasure, and community. Hosted by two best friends who don't have inside voices. Five, six, seven, eight. Okay, we actually are recording. Are we recording? But do you remember when, what was I doing that? Oh, it was at the market. No, it wasn't at the market. It was when I was trying to take photos on, uh, when we went out on Friday. Do you remember that? And sure. that's how that's how I counted down for. Oh yeah, like, you when did. I was you taking... did, and that's why none of the photos turned out. Everyone was like, "What?" <laughs> like literally, none of the photos are focused. Everybody's faces are blurry. I didn't take those photos of the three of us. Oh, hello, because I was in it. No, I was talking about all the other photos you took <laughs> of, of the ones of you and Liam where you weren't being still. Do you, are you talking about those photos? I, maybe that sounds like you. You know what? A, <laughs> it's a bad carpenter who blames their tools. No, no, baby. Because even, even even your partner was like, yeah, no, this is a you have to stop moving. No, okay, gonna, fine. Listen, Whatever. May, we'll call it a both hand. We always do. We all, literally always, always do. Always, that's our vibe. I wish yep. we should have shirts that say both and. We should. Welcome. It's another unhinged podcast recording. Here we are with Ava and Han. We're uh, here. Except we're gonna like switch things up, which I'm excited for. We haven't done one of these yet. Yeah. We're gonna like get after some of the questions that y'all that y'all have but before we do that but before we do that how are you ava um i'm so good and by so good i mean actually pretty good yeah um i'm like in big shift territory Uh uh-huh uh-huh um i moved out of the commissary today my micro bakery butter moon is is doing a shifty kind of a vibe it's going into a cocoon it's cocooning she's having a rest for future metamorphosis yeah exactly she's just taken a beat so I hibernating moved, she's, i mean it is the season for yeah. hibernating um how many different animals can i reference i mean seriously I, um, I'm, I'm excited for this. You know, I've gotten a lot of questions of like, are, you know, are you doing okay? Are you feeling okay? And on like, yeah, I mean, yes, there are aspects yes. of things that I'm going to miss, you know, like I'm going to miss market season and, and being in community and, and hanging out with folks every Saturday. And your girl is like so excited to not get up at two or three in the morning. I'm um, excited for that for you. Or to like have astronomical commissary rent. You yeah. know, um, so I also feel like I haven't really had the opportunity to process much, um, because right now it's all like logistics and kind of packing and unpacking mm-hmm. and finding things, a new home. Um, as you know, the babies were home last week mm-hmm. and Maddox was unhinged and didn't sleep really much at all. So that, that means that involved. the rest of the house also did not sleep. Um, today's Halloween! Oh yeah, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy going to see Lizzo in a few hours. It's, like, we're we're so going to see Lizzo. It's my... It's, it is, like, I was not raised religious, but seeing Lizzo is going to church. Well, so somebody actually said that. Um, Lizzo will be in in a lot of ways. When I say big, I'm talking about like I've never been to like a show 
like a big arena show yeah Yeah. I mean like once and it was outdoor but I've never been to this type of show and I've the people that have seen Lizzo that I have talked with are like it changed my fucking life it was it was like one of the most like like what I love about live music is that like shared experience of being just like okay all of these people are here because they love this music Mm -hmm. and we're all going to be like moved by it together and the last time I saw her wrote the only time I saw her um, was when she was still playing smaller venues, so she played at the Fillmore here. God, which is so fucking wild. Which I remember like, that. Yeah. I was pregnant with Maddox. Um, and it was so, like, just, like, everybody around us kept, like, exchanging glances, and, and like, these like, just, like, knowing, one? like, moments of just mutual understanding that I thought were really special. And I get that at other shows, but I feel like Lizzo definitely just, like, it's, it's like, another level. Because it's also really high energy and really fun. Right. I feel like normally, like, And I've never been to a show like that. Like, yeah. where there's a lot of performance. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've never really... Oh my gosh, it's so fucking cool. Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm so excited for you. And really jealous. I think it'll be really nice, too. I mean, you know the kind of space that I have been in, that my partner Anaya has been, especially this last week. Um, like, we need some levity up in this bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we and, like, need... I think she does a really good job of being, like, all right. Like, I vividly remember, because I saw her in, yeah, October of 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was, like, in a really unfortunate, like, job transition and was just, like, in my feelings. And I just remember her being, like, all right, all of that shit that's out there, like, literally doesn't matter right now because we're all here together and we're going to listen to this music and we're going to, like, dance and have a good time together. And she would, like, remind us throughout the show, like, hey. Keep your shit. You're and, here. Leave your shit at you're the door. Here. Yeah. And it was really, really lovely and really special to be able to be, like, yeah, I am here. I am just, like, crying as you're, like, fucking twerking and playing the flute at the same time Amen. so i'm really excited for you and also very envious thanks buddy i will report back as you know i know i can't um, hear all about it so yeah anyways it's like it's like big transition vibes over here i feel like i really haven't had that much time to kind of let my my brain and my body catch up so that is another reason why i'm excited for um for tonight and, and to, like, yeah. go, like, with my love, who is yeah. also, like, strapped and exhausted. Yeah. And, I yeah, I think that. I think it'll be really nice. It's going to be fun. Um, I'm excited for you. What about you, Han? How, how are you? I am. I am. Period. That's, that's, <laughs> Next. that's a full sentence. <laughs> um, no, I'm hanging in. I met with my new therapist today. And I'm just like, I really like them. God, thank God. I know. I'm so relieved. Um, Just like the amount of relief that I am experiencing from being understood by my therapist and having, not having to like continue therapist shopping is just like, oof. But seriously though, I mean, it's it's a thing. And it's so exhausting, especially when you're already burned out and you're already You're like, like, I need a therapist. I'm like, how am I supposed to like use my spoons to look for a fucking therapist? Um, but that was, that's great. I'm just like very relieved to have like the kind of support that actually feels supportive. Um, I'm relieved to not be 
working with a therapist who is intimidated by me. And ha- literally admitted that on their own uh, that volition. I make, <laughs> that I make him nervous. Yeah, Alex, if you're listening to this, I think you're a really cool person, but, like, you weren't the right therapist for me. Um, <laughs> so here we are. Here we are. Um, yeah, I'm okay. I am... I am. I'm in the process of actually doing something about the level of burnout that I'm sitting in. Yeah. Which is both, like, exciting and daunting at the same time. Same. Like, it's great that I am taking... I'm trying to do something about it, but because I'm so burned out... Because of the level of burnout, it's, like, fucking daunting. Exactly. It's it's like, oh, wait, it's it's still another thing. (laughs) Right. The idea of, like, figuring out how to make accommodations for myself is, like, oh, my God, but I'm so tired. And... I'm so I'm just like in that stage of breaking it down into really small parts, yep. really like low expectations, low stakes parts, and we'll go from there. So, um, I yeah. love I love a I love a bite size, uh, like kindness to yourself kind of a bee boop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we, I think something that is really hard about being a person is that. Once we, like, come up for air and realize that we've been, like, overworking and undersleeping and not taking care of ourselves, is that there's so many things on the to-do list to get back into a place of, like, health and, like, contentment. Yep. And once we have that realization, we want it right away. Right. We just, like, want all, like, we don't want to, like, trudge back through the shit to get to Like, we're just, like, I just want to be not burned out anymore. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But there's work there. And so I think... It's And it's so easy to just be like, wow, that's so much work. I can't do it. So I'm just going to not. And I'm going to stay here in this, like, bad like place. Puddle. In yeah. this puddle. In this, like, gross, disappointing mud puddle. Well, that was, like, a similar conversation that I had with my therapist, Sarah, last week. That I, you know, reported back fairly immediately with you about... Um, I, I'm not there yet, but I am working towards the idea of that, like... I know that I'm a doer, you know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I know, I know that. And I, I don't know that in the way that the people around me know that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so what I'm trying to like learn and teach myself is that like, there's not like glory, you know, like I'm not a martyr in my doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it's really like, um, I was having this conversation with my partner and I, about, um, you know, he referenced, and not in a shitty way, but, you know, like, when I'm when I'm going through some of my days, especially my hard days, about, like, I'm fucking tired, or, like, this is the shit that I did, and, like, I feel exhausted. I feel, mm-hmm. like, th- that is not me, like, essentially saying, like, I don't want to do it, or I can't do it. It's that, number one, I am vocal about, like, my feelings, right? And it's not like, you know, I I don't need anybody to fix that for me. I I just need to say it out loud. I need to say it out loud. And I also need to, like, the shit that I don't get done immediately, that I want to get done, or that was, like, on my to-do list that I couldn't, like, I need to stop kicking my shit in 
for like not doing those things right then and there which is Big the same which is same. like the same as like Retweet. yeah like is the same of of like well i'm in this burnout hole and i'm trying to get up out of it and like i want to do it all right this fucking second you know what i mean yeah yeah so we're getting back to basics we're getting back to basics we're yeah. having popcorn for dinner oh no that's one of the things that i'm not doing this week you're not yeah i'm not having popcorn for dinner is it like are you are you milkshaking or is it like i'm consciously in the kitchen kind of a vibe not it's it's a middle ground okay so i'm not having popcorn for dinner because i know that i like doesn't do me any good it just makes me like thirsty because it's salty (laughs) um and like it doesn't do anything kind to my little ibs tummy no um, so I am, Liam, Liam, I meant to send you the screenshot of the text. Liam texted me yesterday from the grocery store and said, okay, I feel like I've got the perfect working too much and or depressed shopping cart right now. Ooh. And they came home with Annie's mac and cheese. Yep. And some frozen pizza. Okay. And, um tater tots yep and frozen chicken nuggets yeah and then just like a bunch of vegetables okay it's like okay i can prepare a vegetable i can prepare i can slice a cucumber dog right like i could i can roast some brussels sprouts Mm -hmm. no problem and eat a box of mac and cheese and eat a box of mac and cheese amen and so we're we're in the you're uh, in the middle ground we're in the middle ground we're in like the harm reduction stage yeah yes um so so yeah and it's it's gonna be okay it is going to be okay. Yeah. I think that, you know, sometimes, um, I had a, I have a, a buddy that's going through a hard time that called me earlier today. And when I was asking them what they needed, you know, that one, they were a bit in crisis and, and two, that's what they needed. And that's what they were able to articulate was like, I don't think that I need specifically anything like I need permission like I need permission to like set something down Mm -hmm. and like activate my fucking harm reduction skills yep you know yep and so even even this morning you know like transition days are always fucking weird for me the kids Mm -hmm. go home the kids also don't feel good today uh, is also it would have been my mom's 52nd birthday so I was like kind of already in my feels a little bit yeah and like when I don't have my babies I'm already sad but I also go through this thing of like get away from me because it's been such a long week and but like don't right but like I I hate when you go and they were not feeling good. So the idea that, like, I am not caring for them when they're sick. I went into, what are all the things that I'm going to do this week in in an effort to distract myself? Yeah. And the truth is, is there's actually a lot. There's a lot of distracting things on my plate that I am not piling on in an, in an effort to dissociate. Mm-hmm. But rather, like, just from a logistical standpoint. Right, I have a lot right. of shit on my plate. And one of the first places I went to was, okay, the kids are not here, so, like, I'm gonna fucking, you know, I'm gonna be in the kitchen, I'm gonna, like, prepare things that Mm -hmm. I wouldn't normally be able to prepare during the weeks, Mm -hmm. things that are, like, more involved, and, like, right then and there I stopped myself and was like... It's like, I'm actually not gonna do that. No. And, like, I'm not gonna set myself up for failure in that way. Of, like, oh, I'm gonna make this big, long list of, like, I'm gonna make gnocchi this week. Like, no, I'm not. But you know what I can do, though, is I can, like, I can roast a Brussels sprout. And I can roast a fucking chicken. 
Yeah. You know? Like, I could pick Cacio e Pepe. Uh, mm-hmm. Right? Like, we can... It doesn't... Again, it doesn't have to be difficult. In order to be good. Yeah. And also to, like, let yourself kind of, um, like, like, little victories. You know what I'm saying? That was... I think that is probably the most important thing I learned in Peace Corps. Is to... Is, like... Okay, quick wins, small wins. Like, we have to fucking notice those. Otherwise, we're going to be defeated all the time. You know who's really good at, like, pulling me back into my body in that way is Anaya. Mm. You know, when I start to get, like, real fucking floundery or Mm -hmm. being like, this whole week was a fucking wash and it was hard. Oh, you know, he was like, but what about this? And, like, also, what about, like, yes, like, we are so tired. I mean, Maddox probably clocked... A handful of broken hours every single night yeah. of sleep this week, which means that, like, collectively between the two of us, we're running on, like, four hours of sleep tops. Tight. You know? And so, like, and also when I'm underslept, like, I'm, like, a tragedy. You know? Like, some people can operate uh, on no sleep. I know this. Tragic! You this know who is, can operate on no sleep? You know. Anaya. You know who cannot? Me. And you. Also, it's like ball city. Just crybaby city. crybaby city. I'm, I'm, I'm so fussy. I'm so fussy. Everything just is like annoying. instantly overstimulated. Everyone. Everybody shut up. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So this Anyways. is a great lead in to one of our first questions, which is, and we can kind of, you know, expand on this yeah. p- piggyback her a little bit. Uh-huh, but, uh-huh. um, one of the questions that we were asked is what do you eat? When you are depressed. And I'm just going to go ahead and lump and say like. Overstimulated. Done. Burnt the fuck out. Yeah. Like. When you're. What do you eat when you're. A blob. Nut thins. I know. (laughs) I know. God. Uh, No. It wasn't. It wasn't Hannah walking into my house this afternoon. With an empty box of nut thins on the coffee (laughs) Just really relishing in my, look, the kids are not here kind of a vibe. Yeah. I had nut thins for lunch. I'm just like never shocked when I see you in a box of nut thins. No, never. I, what I am shocked about is that you don't pick a better cracker, honestly. I just love them. I know people think I'm so weird and I love them. It Like, I don't feel depraved of like a better cracker. Like, it's my cracker. I love it. Okay. All right. You know what? I'm not here to yuck your yum. <laughs> I love. Okay, but to be fair, like I'm not eating plain nut things. No, they're the cheesy kind. They're the they're the they have kind. like they have like Cheeto dust. On yeah. Them. <laughs> it's like a rice cracker <laughs> with cheese dust on it. I love those, and I also love the sour cream and onion. Is that what they are? I Is think that so. what those are? Those sound like they the green smell box. Really gross. The green box, but like Safeway doesn't have them very often, so mm. we get what we can. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, like, Annie's Mac and Cheese, man. Annie's Mac and Cheese. Can we talk about Annie's? Because somebody the other day was, like, trying to yuck my yum and was like, oh, my God, if you're going to eat, like, box Mac and Cheese, like, why are you not eating Kraft? And I was no, like, No, I honestly pause. think that Annie's is better. Far better. Far better. Far better. Also, also, I love, so I love Annie's Mac and Cheese. I'm a shells and white cheddar girl Same. all day all long. Day, all day long. Um, And I like to zhuzh up. My powdered cheese with a little... Say more. Mustard powder. Okay. Garlic powder. Okay. little cayenne. Uh-huh. Um, lately, I've been adding in some white pepper. But you love Annie's mac and cheese with Brussels sprouts, right? 
Andy's mac and cheese, usually if I'm like, okay, if I'm being honest, if I'm depressed, I'm eating Andy's mac and cheese and that's it. Solo, for sure. But if I'm just like, all right. We're phoning it in a little we're bit. We're phoning it in. It's Andy's mac and cheese and a roasted vegetable. Mm-hmm. So usually that's Brussels sprouts or broccoli. We, oh, I love a broccoli vibe. I love a broccoli. I love a roasted broccoli. I love a roasted broccoli with like some chili flakes and yeah. garlic. Yes. And that's just, that's also really easy. Like so easy. that's not cooking no, to me. It's, fi- it's 15 minutes in the fucking oven at 425. Right. Amen. Exactly. And so that's like really manageable. And I know that I feel better when I like eat my damn vegetables. I love a vegetable. I love a vegetable. And also when you got the sads, man, sometimes vegetables are a little bit hard to access. Yeah. So. But like when I got the sads, I can, I can still recognize that I will feel better the next day if right. I eat a vegetable. Like, get some fiber in there, dog. Right. Like, don't make your situation worse. You know what we love to do? I know that you know, but... Frozen peas, baby. Frozen, pre- frozen peas, and you know what else you can do is, like, frozen broccoli. Like, yeah. like the last couple of minutes, frozen broccoli I and with your nudes. can't... That's a textural thing. You don't like steamed broccoli? Uh-uh. Oh, no. Or I oh love it. No. Oh, my God, no. Or I love it. I... Like, steamed, the only vegetable that I will blanch every is... Beans? Green beans. Yeah. And I will blanch them for, like, two minutes tops. So they're crunchy as fuck still. they're still crunchy. Yeah. I like back them all day. Blanched broccoli or, like, I don't know, recently I made a pasta that called for, like, blanching the kale in the pasta water as opposed to, like, sauteing the kale. No, I don't like that. Like, I need at least a little bit of browning. Like with my, my kale, I do, or yeah. like, yeah, for sure. But um, I do, I do love a, I do love a steamed broccoli, specifically if it is in, like a mac and cheese. Yeah, I I can appreciate that, like, as a thing, but nobody's eating fucking raw broccoli. Though. But like, but, honestly, like, I would rather, I would rather have to wash the sheet pan and roast the broccoli. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I love roasted broccoli. Roasted broccoli is just so it's good. It's so good. Ooh, I have cauliflower at home. Roasted cauliflower roasted is Roasted cauliflower is all a, day. Is like the best, hands down the best way to eat cauliflower. Like, again, you, when you cut it like steaks. Steaks. Yeah. And let it get caramely as fuck. And then, like, get some za'atar going in there. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Ooh, speaking of, speaking of. Ooh, we should za'atar. have a softa. Oh, God. And get that whole head of roasted cauliflower. It's so, it's so good. But wait. <gasps> Un- underrated spices was one of our questions. Should we, oh, yeah. Should we segue All right, let's that? segue. Um, <clears throat> yeah. What's the most underrated spice? Okay, you know that, like, I can I can rabbit hole on these questions I real know. hard. I know. I, do you want me to go first? I have my answer. Yeah. Sumac. All right. I love sumac. People are not, I mean, people don't ever use it. People don't ever use it. I think it's fantastic. I think it's so delicious. I love, like, I think, like, my cooking is really high acid. Same. And I, like, if I don't have, I think that sumac is a really great way to add a little bit of acidity to a dish that otherwise isn't super acidic. Like, on Saturday night, I made mine and Liam's like favorite butternut squash soup and it's like 
we can we take it in different directions depending on what our mood is but this time we were feeling kind of like an indian inspired flavor palette yeah and it there wasn't enough acid and so i could like i threw in a little lime i threw in some sumac and like that that tartness Mm -hmm. with like almost like spiciness at the end too i think is so delightful um and i just like i want it on everything like i bought a jar of it because i was making um like kofta Mm -hmm. and i'm just like it's one of those things that i'm just really happy is in my house now because now i can use it Oh, it's there. Regularly. Yeah, so you're yeah. not like, fuck, you know what would be good in this? Yeah, but I think that's my that's my underrated spice. I think I'm gonna go a little left field and everybody can fuck off because just... Let's hear it. Just stay with me here. Vin- I said sumac. Vinegars. Oh, I'm yeah. Call- I'm calling vinegars a spice and everybody okay. can be quiet. Is it adjacent? It's a seasoning. It's a seasoning. That's yeah. what I was saying. Are we doing season? Or are we doing like dried herbs? What's the... I could do a both and too. I think that vinegars are so wildly underused. I agree. Hard agree. There is almost, similarly to to acid in general, there is almost a splash of some kind of vinegar in almost everything that I, I make. always, always, always put rice vinegar in my chicken noodle soup. There's always, so in chicken noodle, I usually do a splash of apple cider. Okay, okay. Uh, red I, sauces always get a splash yes. of red uh, yes. red wine. Um, braises always get a splash of either, depending on what I'm doing, uh, red wine, regular, or apple cider. Mm-hmm. And then if, I, if I'm going, you know, like a curry vibe, either rice, rice, mm-hmm. wine, vinegar all day, I, like, brighten your shit up. And a lot of times people think that something is lacking salt. But it's lacking acid. It's lacking acid. And I also really, like, I'm a big kombucha drinker. Same. And so I really like the the funkiness that yeah. good vinegars can bring. Mm-hmm. Um, like, a good, like, seasoned rice vinegar. It's fire. So good. Yeah. Um... I have never, like, I only use apple cider vinegar really in salad dressings. Uh-huh. And so now I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about how Think else I want to incorporate with it. with chicken. With chicken. Yeah. Chicken-based dishes, chicken braises. Yeah. Yeah. Um, bone broths. Yeah. Always apple cider vinegar. Uh-huh. All the time. I also, I also have, like, apple cider vinegar is something that I use beyond the kitchen. Because I use it, like... I get, especially in the winter, and especially when I'm really stressed, I get pretty severe scalp psoriasis. I was going to say, do you do as... I grew up, my mom used to rinse my hair. Yeah, yeah. apple cider vinegar in my yep. hair. If I'm, to like... To make it shiny. If I'm feeling under the weather, I put it in my bath. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm, like, needing to reset the pH of a certain part of my body, uh-huh. I put apple cider vinegar in my bath. I... It, it does... I, I still have big, um, high-key diet vibes from it. Yes. Because I drank it in my water every morning. Oh, that's the other thing. A client taught me, which, like, you know this, but I have horrible acid reflux. And it's fantastic for it. And I have just, like, stopped almost entirely, like, popping Tums as a snack. Yeah. And I'll just take a shot of apple shot. cider vinegar. Mm-hmm. And it is a game changer. For sure. I've, I've done that. And, you know I have weird tummy issues. And this is the thing. Do you listen to Maintenance Phase? No. Okay. Well, Maintenance Phase did a deep dive on Bragg 
recently, and now I'm like, oh my god, I have to buy my apple cider vinegar somewhere else. Oh god, are they shit bags? I mean, I don't. Oh, buy they're mine. like, they're. That's you know, what I used to buy forever. Yeah, yeah. they're they're. Uh, are they big conspiracy theorists? That's what it reminds basically, me. Basically, yeah. I mean, they're like. Are they Trumpy? Yeah, they like also just like a lot of their shit was a lie. It's actually a really interesting podcast, and I highly recommend anyone to I'll listen it to it. Yeah. Also, I just love maintenance phase, and I want to listen to Aubrey Gordon talk to me, talk at me, all talk the time. at you all day. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, I feel like that answers our questions about being depressed and underrated spices. Um, Ooh, okay. what what you you, you go. go? Okay. If you were a kitchen gadget, what would you be and why? I, I was actually asked this in a job interview once. I don't know the answer. Ooh, okay. yes, I do. Okay, tell us. I'd be a sharp-ass fucking chef's knife. Duh. <laughs> fucking duh. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I think I'd be a Dutch oven. Ooh, duh. Yeah. Yeah. I think I... I but, like, specifically... Okay. Actually, I've been trying to i've been toying with the idea of getting uh a dutch oven tattooed on me yeah, specifically yeah my parents orange lecture say yeah um but that's the dutch oven i would be for sure is like and i think about all of the different things that are made in there and I how know. many different like it's cool it's just cool and it also just feels like um you're giving big cancerian vibes right now i got i have my cancer rising see yeah tracks and my little Pisces moon. Yeah. I am a fire sign that's very watery. watery. Okay, You're so very watery. watery. So watery. Literally, <laughs> I'm an Aries sun and everything else is water. water. Like, my Venus is in Pisces. It tracks my so Mercury's hard. My Mercury's in Pisces. It tracks so hard. Everything checks out. Uh-huh. Um, my Mars is in Aries, though, which you would think would make me toppier than I am, but whatever. If you don't know what we're talking about, if you know, you know. And if you don't, yep. you're fine. Anyway. Um, like Crusade. Like Crusade. Um... Yeah, I would be a Dutch oven. Yeah. And I would just, like, yeah, I feel like it is, it's a, it's a centerpiece. It's giving big home It's just, like, vibes. it's cozy. It's, co- it's like a big cozy It's vibe. cozy. It's collective. It's collective. You can make a soup in it. Let me You can make you. a braise in it. I also, well, I don't know why I didn't say Dutch oven, because you know that I tote that fucker around with me wherever I go. I know. It's like your Linus and your blanket is your Dutch come on, oven. Come on! <laughs> just, you don't have a dog, but you have a Dutch oven. Literally. Just like <laughs> tr- dragging, dragging my Dutch oven with me wherever I go. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like you can do... I remember not... I mean, please don't fucking try this at home. And if you do and you cut your fucking arm off, it's not my fault. But, like, I couldn't find my paring knife because it was at the commissary. Mm. So I sharpened the sweet baby Jesus out of my chef's knife mm-hmm. and was peeling apples with it. Uh-oh. And it was fucking fantastic. Okay. You know what I mean? But right. I love a sharp-ass chef's knife. I love... So something that I'm learning about myself is that I apply in general, like, physically and emotionally, too much pressure. So, yeah. like, when I, I remember so vividly when I was a kid, um, my mom would come in to say goodnight to me, and I would close my eyes like this. Like, I squeeze them shut. And yes. I thought that's how you had to close your eyes. Yeah. Maddox does that. Um, I'm <laughs> like, all close your eyes, baby. And he's like this. So I'm like, okay, let's relax like, our face. Yeah, <laughs> that's like weird. major squinty, like, squeeze your whole face energy. Um, no, go to bed, not look like you're and constipated. Like, 
I like <laughs> what? Like, okay, you know when like everybody on the internet loves like a smashed potato? Yeah. I realized that the thing that was fucking up my smashed potatoes was that I was smashing them too hard. Too hard. And Yeah, you just got to barely press them. And you got to just be like gentle. You got to be boo boo. You got to be gentle, you got to be soft. Soft. And that is something that I didn't know that like I You're like and then it's like, <laughs> it's like all crumbling to pieces. Like when I think about like my body, like I have I have really high like sensory needs. Like if someone's going to give me a massage, I need you to get your elbows in there and like put your back into it. But you can do it, put your back into it. Yeah. Thank you. You understand me. Um, but when it comes to like being in the kitchen, something that I'm learning lately is to be softer Yeah. and having a well sharpened chef's knife makes a huge difference all day long. And, like, know, also knowing how to use that chef's name. To your advantage, right? Because, right. like, people are scared as, as fuck uh, about, and I'm like, no, here's the deal. If you have a well-sharpened chef's knife, you are, like, activating harm reduction. You're not right. having to press You're it. not having like, to press so hard that you're going to cut your damn finger off. So that's what I'm saying. Like, should, do I recommend peeling apples with a fucking chef's knife? Absolutely nah. not. And, like, if it's sharp enough, you know that, like, I don't have to apply a shitload of pressure. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I absolutely agree. I also think, yeah, if you are listening to this and you're like, damn, I don't remember the last time I sharpened my knives. Go sharpen your knives. I would encourage you to sharpen your knives because it makes all of your meal prep so much easier. And, and like, faster. Faster. And also, you feel powerful. I, I mean, like, watching somebody, even even if you feel like maybe you don't have the best, like, knife skills, if you're wielding, like, a f- sharp-ass knife, it's already to your advantage, and yeah. it's sexy as fuck. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Use that knife all day long. Yeah. All right. What do we got next? What else is, what, are, what else do the people want to know? Um, they're, they are requesting to know what the sweet fuck they're doing with all of the squash. Ooh. Okay. Okay. All um, of it. All right. I have many ideas. I. Big same. Cause I'm like, what, what which one do you want to hear first? I'm a squash bitch. Like I love squash. I do too. A butternut. Yep. A delicata. Oh, I love it. You know, I got two delicatas I just I love a delicata. It's so easy because you get to eat the skin too. I know. Hello. I love. I, I love like a stuffed acorn squash. I love a honey nut because it's like a honey nut easier to handle. It's a little easier to handle and it's just like a little bit sweeter. It's so good. So you can play with the flavors a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, so off the top of my head, one of my favorite things to do in the fall is to make like a roast butternut squash salad. Yeah. So, like, slice the butternut squash relatively thinly. Okay. Roast it. Okay. But not roast it so hard that it turns into chips. I was gonna say you got to be real careful. Got to be that. careful. It's like a quick roast, almost I, like a flash fry. I've situation. never, I've never done it in strips like that. I always okay. cube it. So I do it in strips, and then you throw it in with arugula and pomegranate seeds. Yeah. Pa- um. I like to add pistachio because I like to add pistachio to most things in my life. Because you don't like walnuts. Because um, I don't fuck with walnuts and also because pistachios are me of my nana. Yeah. Um, arugula, pistachio, pomegranate seeds, or like pepitas, yeah, also sure. really great. Uh-huh. Um, shaved parm. Okay. And just like a little like very simple like oil and vinegar, vinegar. 
dressing. Like Maybe if you're lemon, feeling fancy, uh, throw some tahini in there. Okay. Why? Um, I think it's one of the most delicious things. The peppery arugula mm-hmm. complements the sweet squash so beautifully. I could get down with that for yeah, sure. Yeah, so good. Next time we have a dinner, I'm going to make it for you. I When I was still married, I had a garden and you know, p- pumpkins are just, like, fucking prolific, right? Yeah, I mean, they, they grow, just, like, weeds. Like, all over. And then it's, like, a bo- you have, like, 19 volunteer crops the next mm-hmm, year, and, mm-hmm. like, what the sweet fuck are we doing with all of these? And so I, um, I mean, and I purposefully grew, I mean, I did grow jack-o'-lantern pumpkins, mm-hmm. but I grew a lot of, like, pie pumpkins. Yeah, yeah. And so even, you know, if you, if, if you're stuck with some of those guys, and you're like, oh my god, like, what am I, roast them, puree them, portion them out into bags, and freeze, freeze that them. shit. Yeah. You'll never have to buy a canned yeah. pumpkin again. Never. No. Um, I also love, I make, so, do you know Carolina Jalen? No. Okay, she is like, she was the staff writer for Food 52 for a while. Okay. Um, but she makes a really great, I use her recipe for this like butternut squash soup and riff off of it. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is that what a fantastic thing to, cause depending on the spices that you're using, right? I mean, you could literally, I mean, it's almost like congee in a way where you could go 19 different fucking directions. So like, usually we will either go like a, an Indian inspired route or an Italian inspired Mm -hmm. route. And it's just, it's the easiest soup in the world. You roast a squash with like, in the you know when you scoop out the seeds of a butternut squash you have that hole yeah in that hole you put a head of garlic Dumb. while you roast it yeah and some fresh herbs what a great idea I know and Are you olive oiling it and you olive, olive oil it all pep. over salt and pep and then the soup is just like a diced onion some broth mm-hmm. the squash coconut milk and like spices of your choice yeah and you could. Take it in so many different directions. Yeah, because like I said, I mean, you could do an Italian thing, you know, saute it with like a we've done it mirepoix. Yeah, know, like, we've done it with a, like a mirepoix and, or a sofrito or whatever, and then put like pesto and olive oil on the top. I was even thinking like, what about like you know Central American vibes with like yes. chorizo and yes. like that would be, with papitas. That yeah. would be fire. Great idea. Yeah, um, and it's really easy. It also like you could make the soup. And keep it pretty neutral, and then pop it in the freezer, freezer and pull out and then, the base, and then season it. Yep. Like you could just like bloom some spices and oil yep. and work that into the soup. Yep. Depending on what you were feeling when you were eating it. Yep. Um, I feel like a lot of people are getting like a buttload of squash either from their garden or from their CSA right now. Right. I feel like that's a really easy thing to do. Also, whatever squash you have, you can make a pumpkin pie with it. Oh, for sure. Like it doesn't have to be a pumpkin. No. It can be a butternut squash. Oh, for sure. Honestly, when you buy canned pumpkin at the store, most of it is butternut squash, squash anyway. anyways. Mm-hmm. It could be, like, it, it could be whatever squash. Make a fucking squash pie. Yeah, don't make be, a squash pie. Don't be nuts. Oh, my gosh. Wait. My favorite pie oh, is yes. also squash. Mm-hmm. The cardamom tahini mm-hmm. squash pie from Sister Pie. I haven't had it. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to make it for you this yep. year. We're going to have it. We're going to have it. Okay. Um, It's so good. I love tahini and baked goods. I usually add a little miso in there, too. To heat, like in a chocolate chip cookie, for sure. Yeah. Fire with Maldon. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you're like, oh my god, I have 18 million squash and I don't know what to do with them, roast them, puree them. And, like, freeze it if you don't have it. spoons to fuck with it right yeah. now. Freeze it. It can be a soup. It and can be also, a pie. I mean, it can it's be so anything. hearty. It's so hearty that, like, 
you know, even if you're not a vegetarian, if you throw some hunks of like well seasoned roasted butternut squash yes. in a salad, it's a main. It's a yeah, main. Totally. The totally. end. Put like some fucking goat cheese or some parm in there. It's a main. Um, crisp up some chickpeas. Yeah. Heaven. It's delicious. For sure. So easy. And I, circling back to what you said about, um, like stuffed acorn, mm-hmm. you know, with like, uh, sausage that you like let get real crispy you yeah know? Like, and also if you're listening to this sweet baby jesus if you are like fucking with any kind of ground meat leave it alone put it in the dutch oven in a hot ass pan don't be fiddle faddling with it see i fiddle too much with my ground meat so i'm taking this I'm you taking don't, this don't be fiddle faddling you gotta you need to get it in there okay you gotta let it brown. You need to let it brown. So it depends on what you're using, right? So if you're using like a pound and it's coming rather flat and like the square, bloop it in your hot ass pan, season one side, and then don't fuck with it for a few minutes. Just let it do its thing. Otherwise, when you try to fuck with it, it's gonna stick and be weird. So like let it get semi brown on one side, break it down, okay? Break it down real good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then leave her be. Leave her be for like 5 minutes. I feel like this is a lesson that we all could take into all aspects of our life. Leave her be. Just get out of your own way. Get just just shush it. Yeah. Just leave leave her alone and you can do so much with nobody like especially when people like number 1 if you're fucking with it too much or if you're trying to like brown more than two pounds of meat in like a big, and I'm talking like a big Dutch. That's a no, no, because then you're steaming it. You're no, not that's browning like, anything. That, yeah, that's the same way that you don't put like a. You gotta leave space for your veggies to roast. Yeah, you can't be yeah. like cr- crowding yeah. stuff. You know. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. I think so, we have. Oh, we have. We have. We one covered. More we covered squash. If you have more squash questions, just you know, holler. We're gonna be at it for a minute because oh, it's gonna be acorn squash, squash sausage. I love a sage, apple. yeah. Um, I love like a wild rice situation. I when love I, wild rice. I love wild rice. Why don't people fuck with wild rice? I grew up uh, half the time in Minnesota, and that was like a thing. Oh, my mom made chicken and wild rice soup all the time. I mean, it does give big Midwestern vibes. Like it, it's giving cream of mushroom soup and like chicken, like all baked into like a mass, which is not really my vibe. But I I love wild rice, and I feel I like it's rather rice. underrated. It's, it is underrated. I agree. Hmm. Um, so the final question that we got for the day was, what should I cook for my next dinner party? And I texted Ava the questions that we got, and I typoed, and I said, what should I cook for my next Donner party? And I thought Donner kebab. And then <laughs> Anna and my sweet baby angel partner both thought of, you know, the Donner Party. The Donner Party. And I was like, oh no. I, also, I just went straight kebab and I was like, ooh, Donner kebab. I also grew up in California, which is, you know, where the Donner Party yeah. ended. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Crash landed. <laughs> and like, when you drive up to Tahoe, you drive past Donner Lake and Donner Pass. And so, like, the Donner Party was a really important part of, like, California history. history. Well, so here we are. We're having so a full, here we are. We're having a full circle moment. So, what should we make... What should what should the masses make for their next dinner? Here's party? the deal. Don't ask me this if you don't want some long winded. What season is it? Is there a holiday? Are we celebrating? Okay. Um are there's the people okay. are having a 
like a like a friends holiday gathering dinner party maybe i'm either going roast buttermilk chicken because it's the only chicken i fuck with roast Sneen. chicken i fuck with hello why are we doing anything Sneen, else? if you're listening we love you we love you <laughs> we will actually i want you to come officiate my wedding if you could do that i'd love to cook for you sometime um i'm afraid to cook for you but i hope <laughs> that someday i can witness your delight in food because it's, so it's my favorite thing joy big joy vibes. big joy uh so i'm doing the buttermilk chicken or i'm doing a braise all day long what you what you want to braise I, i'm braising beef but braising you braising a short rib for sure or i mean even you know zhuzh up your old chuck chuck roast i love a chuck roast um put some red wine you know like reduce uh some of that get some cremini mushrooms going mixed with like some some reconstituted uh dehydrated mushrooms mm-hmm. yeah you know? a little like re rehydrated dried porcinis mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i love mm-hmm. a braise i yeah. really do especially this time of year yeah this is the hill that and i was also, dying on it's also a great dinner party food because you can like pop it in the oven and then just leave it alone i mean we talked about this on one of our right. recent yeah. episodes There's about the- like things to impress it's it's uh it's it's high impressed vibes because mm-hmm. like everybody loves a well cooked meat you yeah. know and you can still sosh you can yeah. be social yeah what are I you like making it. um I mean honestly my go to is that buttermilk roast chicken uh-huh. however I was um internet stalking myself recently as one does. Um, I love that for you. And I was. What was I doing in 2014? Well, okay, it doesn't go that far back. Um, But I was looking back at like food that I've made. Like, oh, are there things that I like haven't made in a while that I should revisit? Uh And there is. um, I can't remember. Honestly, might be David Chang, but I'm afraid I don't want to like miss miss credit shit um but there's this gochujang roast chicken and potatoes i know exactly what you're talking about yes 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 and it is so it is so good good. Mm -hmm. it's so good it's so easy and like also again like a really fun like a versatile thing like serve it with rice and some veg Mm -hmm. and some kimchi well i was gonna say a pickled vibe yeah Yeah, that's what Um, i do but i thought i think it's so delicious and so fun also like i think that when you roast a chicken having like potatoes and stuff in the roasting pan that get all schmaltzy mm-hmm. like mm, mm, it's mm, so mm. good so good you can't really i mean who who is gonna say no to a schmaltzy potato hard segue real quick um have you seen like the viral parmesan potatoes that everybody's talking about on tiktok um this is the thing two people told me about it at the farmer's market last weekend for i but i think so but i also as somebody who like spends maybe too much time on tiktok this happened like six months ago no, oh, no, I feel it's, is there, it's is it a, is it a different Parmesan potato. I don't know. So is it just like one that gets a little crusty with parm when you roast it? Yeah. So you like you you know yeah, yeah. you cut them in half and then you bee boop them cut side down. Yeah, yeah. And like you're laying like a fuckload and of melted get, like, butter. Frico. Yeah, yeah. Like you're laying like a fuckload of melted butter, a fuckload of parm, good. some herbs, salt. Make good potatoes for your dinner party. I was just, I was telling Anaya about fondant potatoes. Are you familiar with those? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's never had those. I, I feel like I got to do those. I, there is like a non-zero part of me that wants to like commit to the like 15 hour potato. Have you seen those? They look 
so good. They basically are like the laminated pastry of potatoes. Oh, the duck confit potato, where it's like very yeah. finely shaved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, one. Yeah. That yes. one. Um, there's a part of me that wants to make that, but there's also a part of me that's like, that's so ridiculous. That is a little bit ridiculous. Um, but yeah, make good potatoes for your dinner party. Make that butternut squash salad with the arugula for your dinner party. For sure. Um, with a roast chicken. With a roast chicken. Put goat cheese in there. Yeah. In the, in the salad. Yeah. Mm. Chef wow, kids. what a what a what a high note to end on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow. You're welcome. I, <laughs> I feel I feel excited to go home and like make myself some food now. I'm excited to uh, shower because I stink, and then I'm like, you know, instead of and trying, then you're gonna go to therapy, and then I'm, by, by way therapy of, I mean Lizzo by way of Lizzo. Yeah, queen, Jesus, sweet Jesus herself. Yeah, Lizzo. Um, and then I'm gonna like you know spend some time tomorrow thinking about. Okay, I have a shitload of shit on my plate. A shitload of shit? Yeah. And, like, so am I making some coursed out meals every single night this week? Absolutely Heck not. No. But, like, let me let, let me get my body into the kitchen. Yeah, but, like, roast a, roast a veg with your annies, okay? Or, like, roast a, roast a chicken. Roast a chicken. And throw a bagged salad on it, for fuck's sake. For fuck's sake. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, for those of you that need a new bagged salad, you know that I am the bagged salad queen... I'm probably late to the party because I don't frequent here very often. I know. Trader Joe's has the delicious. Mm. And it has like dilly potato chips that are like real fucking well done. Like borderline ooh, burnt potato ooh, chips. Okay. It is a fire. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, everyone. Report All right. back. All right. Well, on that note. Here we go. We'll see you later. Well, catch, catch you later, boy. Make good choices. Stay out of trouble. Stay sexy. Eat good food. Yeah. Charge your vibrator. Amen. Drink water. Love you. Bye. Goodbye.